0: Welcome to Design and, a podcast made by the students at the School of Design at Louisiana Tech University. On each episode, students will look critically at the connection design can have in the world around us.
1: Man, it's raining. This rain,
0: man. You just ran inside real quick.
2: What do you mean? That's not rain. That's just me cooking this bacon.
0: Mm-mm. That rain smells yeah. real good. That bacon smells
1: just like rain.
0: Hello. My name is Jacob Lowe. I'm here with my co-hosts, Matthias and Yofeng. And this is The Sound like of Design. The number one podcast in the world, judging sound and its qualities on our low budget equipment nice that was good. good that was a big spike yeah. everybody better have gotten that
2: i mean mine's bigger than whatever is going to be my audio
0: okay uh so what we're we gonna talk about maybe we can talk about how much we hate our voices so
2: yeah i mean who doesn't yeah. hate listening to their own voice uh pre-recorded back
0: i always hate listening to the sound of my own voice mm-hmm. i don't think anyone does
2: no i don't i've heard anyone say that they like their hearing their recorded voice
0: uh what do you think the reason is i
2: think it's because we have this o- our own sort of like thought of what our voice sounds like and then the recording comes out and it's actually what our voice sounds like
0: true true
2: so it's just weird
0: yeah it never sounds the exact same as like what you think you sound like in your own head but do you think it'd be good to listen to your own voice then Because I mean, if you really don't like the way you sound, could you could you change it, or do you think it's just well, I think if you you, sound like what you sound like, and there's no changing, right?
2: I think if you were to just continue listening to your own voice recordings, it'd get to a point where you just become numb to it, and it's just like eh,
0: you just get over it and you just deal with it because your voice sounds fine, no one cares.
2: Yeah, it it gets to a point where it's just like eh, uh, I'm starting to like how my voice sounds. So. Cause
0: I mean, I'm sure people who do podcasts all the time, I mean, do they ever, well, some of them have to change their voices, huh? I, I yeah. don't imagine everyone if it's like work on it.
2: If it's someone that's working solo and they have to edit all this stuff, they pretty much have to listen to the, to their podcasts like two or three times over just to make sure that there isn't any, uh, bad stuff that was left in.
0: Who knows? Maybe they auto tune it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. You make pitch. it
2: sound like what they want it to. <laughs>
0: What about speech class? I mean, even in speech class, you work on, like, your voice and your inflection. I think a lot of people
1: that works on their voice is, like, singers. Mm-hmm. Singers? Singers.
0: I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, speakers. Yeah, even Spe- public
2: speakers. Speech
0: class is all about uh, how you speak.
2: Yep. I took communications because I had to.
0: Uh, we all do. <laughs> we all have had to go through this. How did your speech class go? Was it easy? yeah i
2: i can't complain it was probably easier than most people's was
0: was it an easy a
2: i don't remember if i got an a i know i at least got a b so
0: well what was harding hard grading criteria did they like take your speeches seriously when they were grading
2: not really he just kind of made sure that we weren't just sitting up there speechless and we uh met the time limit within like 30 seconds at least
0: that's nice yeah. who was your teacher
2: you uh know. don govang i think
0: nice see so, i'm in a speech class right now and this teacher takes the speeches very seriously
2: <laughs> who's your teacher
0: uh his name is michael leblanc mm. it's uh it's kind of funny i wasn't expecting like to make such a bad grade on an introductory speech <laughs> and like because i just thought you know it's oh just he an won't be grading speech, so harshly. it's not gonna be that serious right. so like i made it like loose and fun Kind of like, I was just like, oh, I'm loose and fun. So it works Mm -hmm. out great. The speech defines who I am. And he was very critical and analytical on my speech points. I was just like, oh, man, that's rough. That's
2: how my English teacher is. We've uh, been going and going and going on essays. uh, and We haven't had a break since our first essay. I hate that class. Damn. It's not fun.
0: (laughs) Well... I love this class, and yeah. we all love Jake Duggard. You are, you are, you're the man. You're the best. Please give us an A. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> an A would be nice. Uh, uh or B. I mean, you know, a good grade. S- not a. Not an F. Yeah, anything but. Preferably an a. not even, a D. Either. Even a D, like a C. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, C's like the minimum that I'd like. Yeah. But you know.
2: C to an A, somewhere in there.
0: If I pass, I'll be happy, I suppose. Yeah, anyways, moving on. We don't like our voice, uh, Yu Fang. You want to talk on your voice? Do you like it? Yeah, I don't like it. He doesn't like it. I don't
1: it. like it when I hear myself talk.
2: That's three for three. Okay. I think the, uh, word,
0: the words out.
2: I think those are, are pretty, pretty good like odds that nobody likes to listen to their own voice, at least at first.
0: Uh, at least we get to make a podcast and judge our voices about it. Yep. Anyways, moving on. Okay, Seven. ready, set, stop. So three, two, one. Okay, so today we'll be talking about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Anywhere? Anybody like to start? Uh,
2: we could start with the music, and uh,
0: with the music. Okay. So, what do we like about it?
2: Uh, I mean, I liked how a lot of the different soundtrack choices kind of fit with where what was happening in the movie. It helped us like feel Miles' emotions through the music.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I like how each of the music in the movie have characterized um, each person. How they identify each character with different types of music. Okay. Uh, what kind of music did they play? So, for example, um, when Miles was on in the scene, there's a lot of hip-hop music that identify him. Or maybe when the Spider-Woman is in the scene, there's a lot of rock music in the background. And how it ties with each character. And one more would be like for Noir, Spider Noir. There's some classic jazz music in the background.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really liked how the they made the new Spider-Man more modern. Like really added a lot of pop culture music. Uh, especially with that new song with a uh, Post Malone, sunflower song.
2: Yeah, sunflowers. Really was a good way to start the movie.
1: Yes, I like how they used the song Sunflower at the beginning to cast kind of signifies the beginning of the movie, and then mm-hmm. at the end, it plays the same song again to tell the audience it's the
0: end of the movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, connection there that they right. did. It was nice. What other connections were there between the music and the story it was trying to tell or the details with miles
2: um so like his mom was is puerto rican and so at the beginning of the movie when uh he's talking to her it plays a song uh that has some spanish in it called familia to kind of show his puerto rican like heritage
1: yes also at the when miles walking to school they also plays Spanish music in the background, classifying his other his mother's side of the culture.
0: Yeah, I really liked how they used a lot of the uh, licensed music to really show who Miles was and where he came from. Kind of symbolized the world around him. That's why I was, thought it was neat that they used the pop culture because it kind of like connected him to the people and who he was right. well other than the, the pop culture music what other music did we hear and how did it affect the movie I like how they use a lot of those unique sound in
1: some, a lot of the scene like for example if they are throwing a paint can it makes it, they increase the volume on the sound it made it kind of unique or how when miles was walking on the side of the building and there was some pigeon and they were doing some pegging noise they kind of made it kind of unique and interesting for the audience
2: yeah they made it sort of a comedic sound instead of trying to make it sound realistic since a lot of the spider-man like origins is from comics
0: Yeah, I felt the same way in that one scene where they were having the chase after the lab and a stick fell on Spider-Man's head and it just made a weird boink noise. Uh, It was very unrealistic, but it fit the animation style very well. Speaking of turning up the volume, I I really thought it was interesting how music-driven this movie really was. Like, almost every intro and every transition was led with a musical number. And the volume was predominantly turned up. There was a lot of scenes where characters were even talking, and the music was just on par with the volume levels of their voices. And it only ever turned down or completely got silent during very important moments of dialogue.
2: It was also interesting because all of those sounds never actually drowned out... uh... The voices or it was too loud to hear the voices over it was a very good mix of both so that you could still hear the music while appreciating the dialogue that was going on in the
1: movie. I really like how in each scene they have specific type of music for those scenes for example mm-hmm. maybe when um, Miles talking to his dad on their other side of the door after his uncle died, it was kind of like a soft, kind of romantic. Not romantic, but kind of like a sad music in the background. Or when there's a chase scene, there's still some energetic music in the background.
0: Uh, anyone want to touch on any of the other characters' music? Maybe the Prowlers or...
2: Yeah, I was going to say, with the Prowler a lot of the time when he shows up, it starts or ends with sort of droning uh, noise, yeah, almost like a siren.
1: There's yeah. a huge, kind of like a elephant noise, but it's kind of distorted. Right.
0: Yeah, it was really cool how mechanical his music was. That was tied with him. Mm-hmm. It was uh, very jarring and unsettling.
2: It was a big contrast to like every other character and all the other music or sounds in the in the movie. It almost sounded otherworldly like yeah. the Trowler was.
1: Yes, there there's a lot of glitching sound in the background whenever they were glitching out. And I like how they make that sound.
2: Yeah, you mean like uh, all of the other Spider- Uh, people because they came from a different dimension
1: yes and they were
2: getting all messed up from being in a dimension that wasn't their own
0: yeah it was very interesting a lot of the chase scenes as well were just very different in tone and feel uh the chase scenes for prowler for instance were predominantly the prowler's music uh very dark and eerie but then whenever you'd have scenes with just the main characters running from the cops or something, it was very comic and fun. And it was reflected in the music as well. Right.
1: I like how uh, they tried to associate each of the spider man with their own kind of music. And then for this one, they have Mile associated with um, hip hop music. So when people think of Mile, they thought of hip hop, or maybe to the past Spider-Man, they think of different music.
2: Right. So like with Spider-Man Noir, he has like sort of jazzy type of music to him because he's from he's like a detective, yeah. In a way.
1: Yes, and like for Peter Parker. That little anime girl, she has that little kind of anime music when she was introducing herself. Was her name
0: Peter Parker as well?
2: No, she was uh, Penny. Penny Parker. my
1: bad. Name's Penny Parker. (laughs) Penny Parker.
0: Mm. I got
1: it.
2: The other Peter Parker, he was, I think they played like a sort of, not old timey music, but like previous generation sort of music since he was the previous Spider-Man. And so he was supposed to be the mentor for Miles. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that original Spider music. I'm not sure, but I think they were just playing, like, rock music on with him. Or something like
2: that, I think, yeah. Or, like,
0: alternative rock. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, old... It could have been, like, 90s hit music or yeah, something.
2: Yeah, 90s or 2000s.
0: Probably to show the pop culture back in his day.
2: Right. Mm.
0: Then there was Peter Porker, which I know for a fact he had music with his but yes but I'm it was sure very it was subtle like, and i think like it was looney for, tunes type yeah looney tunes type music they made a joke on the copyright infringement with him mm-hmm. when he said that's all folks right <laughs> so it was very much a correlation with looney tunes anything else to touch on on the music side of things um not that i can think of oh the motifs we still have to talk about the oh right the three notes which would probably be best if we played yeah so i guess i would be playing them now So, uh, I thought it was really interesting how there was like these three notes that just were played continuously throughout the movie for, there was two different sets of three notes. There was one for like the Spider-Man people in general that was always played with them alongside him. And then even with miles, like all the Spider-Man in general. And then there was three notes that were played just with miles. Like every single time he came to face with a conflict or he was trying to resolve something in himself it was always these three notes which on the musical score it's labeled as destiny so it was like miles's journey and his destiny the music motif Uh, and then the three notes for the spider-man don't have the name but they were like more heroic and just symbolized all the spider-man together and it was cool how they tied in all those motifs. Is
1: Spider-Man Marvel movie?
0: <laughs> uh, Spider-Man is a Marvel movie. I'm not sure if he, but wasn't he part of the DC comics? No,
2: no, he's always been Marvel. But it's always been Marvel. Um, but Spider, Spider Verse was uh, made by Sony, since they're the main
0: owner. I don't of... think this is canon. If that's what we're asking. Or, Uh, like, in the Marvel Universe. Is it? I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it technically is canon, because how can you not canon something that's multi-dimensional?
2: Right. Well, I mean, I think they have... uh, I know they have comics about Miles, but, like, there are so many different Spider-Man comics. So I have a feeling that, technically, any Spider-Man movie would be canon. In its own little way. Agreed.
1: I like how they change up on how they present the music in the background because a lot according to someone's interviewing, street interview, there's a lot of people that knows that can sing on top of their head. Different, maybe DC movies and stuff like that, they can think on top of their head of a theme song. But when they ask them to think of a Marvel, theme song they can't think of it because it was so subtle on all of their movie but they took a big risk here and made it unique and they kind of ambient noise up the sound so it makes makes it a lot more fun and people can recognize the theme of the Marvel Universe
0: Uh, I guess is there any music in particular scenes we want to bring up I know I wanted to bring up that hey scene and play it. Yeah. Oh yes. They kind of
1: drop the beat a little
0: bit. I mean, I also like the scene
2: where they play "What's Up, Danger?" Miles jumping off of the building by himself for the first time. Still pretty nervous about everything. And not sure how to even use his powers, he takes the risk and jumps and ends up succeeding for him. And it's kind of his first step into becoming a true Spider Man by himself without the help of any of the other Spider people. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so I like how, when in the scene where the three Spider Man, well, two Spider Man and a Spider Woman was fighting Doc Ock, and then. They make that unique truck horn sound when Doc Ock was getting hit by it. Very unique.
2: Yeah, it kind of subverted expectations there because you expected all three of them to give her a good punch and then she just gets hit by a truck and she's gone from the rest of the movie.
0: <sighs> yes. That was funny. I think the best part I liked about the Hay scene was it was another one of those extremely musical driven scenes. Uh, the music was h- up in volume was hard to hear the dialogue because the volume was on par and it just let the music really tell the story as long with the, the visual cues it was very uh, climatic and it was a big build up and upbeat anyways moving on okay so on to Foley design how do we feel about the Foley design in this movie
2: well Maybe we should start with, like, what Foley Design is, since some people might not know.
0: If anyone out there doesn't know, for any of our new listeners, Foley Design is the sound effects in any movie, every movie ever made, or any, most videos, none of the sound is actually, like, recorded on set. It's all dialogue, and then all the noise is made offset, either by a mixer or an actual Foley artist, which uses like organic random objects to recreate sounds kind of like our joke at the beginning with the bacon to rain a foley artist creates noise out of things
2: out of everyday things out of
0: everyday things to mimic other noises that aren't actually being made is that good anybody else want to add on
2: no i think that's good decent
0: definition yeah okay yeah that's good enough moving on uh, so foley design How do we feel about the foley design in the movie Anywhere we want to start
2: I don't know I guess we could start with The spray paint can at the beginning With with Miles and his uncle When they're in the subway system Making art in that like abandoned place Yeah And when he throws it he, I don't know what the foley is that they used But I'm assuming it's just someone shaking A spray paint can so That's what it sounds like
0: We'll, we'll play the audio we, we can edit that in that? Okay. okay well any other weird noises we heard maybe we can just touch on some light light noises just spit fire like i mentioned the stick boink earlier whenever we brought that up in our music discussion but right. we can retouch on it here uh, there was a stick fell on this dude's head and it made a interesting like almost <laughs> animated noise that you would hear out of a cartoon just very exaggerated yeah definitely wasn't real because mm. even if a stick did fall on someone's head, it definitely doesn't make a loud noise.
2: No. If it did, it'd just be a loud
0: snap. And it's not even like they, they made the real noise and then just turned up the volume. It mm-hmm. was like just a just like a, a boink on his head. Right. Very dramatized. But, I mean, it adds to the movie and the animation style. And I feel like it fits. Right. Uh, yeah, they did really a... made the music kind of like the sound very fun.
1: And interacting with the
0: audience. I do think that's important. To to make the Foley design. uh, Based on the character of the movie. Which this movie was obviously animated. uh, But it was trying to go for a very fun feel. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of comic relief. In some of the noises as well. But they're just not as noticed. Because it's not as obvious of a joke or a punchline.
2: Right. They also had. I think they had Foley design with a. With the ending fight, uh, when Peter Porker pulls out the big hammer that he has, and uh, I don't remember who he hits with it, but he hits someone with it, and it has a loud bang and crash, yeah, all the, the other cartoonish stuff. Did that feel like a
0: cartoon? For anyone who hasn't seen this movie, Peter Porker is a pig.
2: Yeah, he's a hmm. little animated pig. Looks Men's like
0: f- who from Looney Tunes?
2: He, he kind of looks like Porky Pig from Looney Tunes. Porky Pig, there we go.
0: He even makes a joke about it as well. Right. Saying, that's all, folks, at the end. Mm-hmm. Could be copyright infringement. We don't know. Uh,
2: I don't think it's nah, only that term. Nah. Maybe. Plenty of people can say that's all, folks.
0: Ah, yeah. They don't trademark the saying.
2: No, if anything, they might—they probably stole that from whenever shows would usually end.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, people so... say that. Are there any other noises we like? Interesting... Um, Any similar themes or noises used more than once to signify something?
2: Nothing I know of.
0: Nothing we know of. Uh, how about... <laughs> the glitch noise. Oh, that okay,
2: one. okay. Yeah, yeah. Since all of the spider people uh aren't originally from Miles' dimension, they obviously have some sort of repercussion and for them it's a little glitch and so it kind of takes the audio that might have been happening and distorts it a little bit as they kind of glitch out on the screen too uh
0: at the beginning of the movie there was this scene where they were showing a passing of time whenever miles was in school and they had the class bells ringing and i thought that was neat because it was an obvious show of classes
2: oh like the school being gone through yeah school day starting and
0: yeah it really sh- was easy to signal time flying or time passing with the class bells.
2: Mm-hmm. because i mean everybody should know at least what that sound means
0: yeah that a new class is starting that a class is ending right uh and then whenever you hear multiple of them in succession it shows that multiple classes have passed
2: It was a good way to show the school day going by for Miles.
0: Mm-hmm. Same as like when you hear an alarm clock ring, you don't you already know what it is. They don't even have to like visually show it. They usually visually show it. I think they show it in this movie, but they definitely they always play the audio first. Typically, they mm-hmm. they show the audio first in this movie as well, and you already know what it is before they even show it on camera of them snoozing it or whatever. I thought the voice in the head was really cool. Uh, They loudened his voice, added a little reverb, and they used it to signal that he was inside his own head. Right.
2: Kind of to distinguish his own voice from his conscience, kind of, or his own thoughts.
0: Yeah. Same thing as, like, similarly, whenever the cop's talking over the megaphone and they add reverb to the voice. Right. Since this is an animation... They probably did all of that in sound production, and they, not like they're on a set with an actual megaphone. Right. And even if they were, I don't feel like they would always use a megaphone. Doesn't have the same sound clarity.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the actual quality of that sound would be Yeah.
0: It's a lot easier low. to edit whenever you just have the raw dialogue, and then you can just add all the effects on yourself. Right. What next? What about the spider-sense noises? Anyone have any thoughts on those?
2: Uh, I liked them, since it was like, it was a contrast to whatever else was actually happening at the time. And so it kind of showed that there was something, whether it was dangerous or not, coming that probably wasn't meant to be there. Kind of signified some sort of danger.
0: Yeah. How about the goblins' voice? Feel about that? I mean, it's a lot different than the other goblins we've seen in right. the spider-man universe
2: he, he was more of a beast instead of the other green goblins being more man more of like a person definitely he I mean, um, was
0: definitely very animated and cartoonish over exaggerated very much monster very detached from humans uh i don't know were there old spider-man animations there definitely were i don't know what the yeah. goblins sounded like in those but the one in I this was one was at Green least Green definitely Green. modern. It just sounded very monstrous. Right.
2: I don't know if in the old cartoons if they even had Green Goblin in them.
0: They might not have. I don't know when he became canon or in the universe. I
2: don't even really remember many of the animated Spider-Mans. I just remember the Tobey G- Maguire
0: movies
2: and more recent Marvel ones.
0: Same. guess we'll get into character, different character noises later but any scenes we want to talk about with fully uh, sound design i know i have the what are you doing scene on the roof with uh peter b parker oh uh, right 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 with the distance Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, how
2: they symbolize or signify the distance between them as they're going yeah up the rooftop
0: it would, like with the way the camera was panning and everything, like they were changing the, the vocals to really showcase the distance between them and mm-hmm. where they're at in relation to the camera angle. Right. Uh, I thought that was cool. There was also a scene where Penn, the main villain, was looking back at his memories, and we were seeing memories of his wife and his kids, and to like kind of show that he was looking back in time they had this clock ticking in the background oh yeah is there anything you wanted to touch on Yu Feng? No. no no okay Uh. now in the interview they did with the creators which we didn't mention who the creators were oof Interview interview they did with the creators they mentioned that each character they tried to give them their own style and their own sound design even like their all their webs would sound differently Mm -hmm. now i didn't really when i watched the movie even knowing this knowledge didn't really notice huge difference between them
2: i didn't either so so i think i'd really have to like try and look for it when i watch the movie
0: i even looked for it i thought it was a nice gentle touch that each one of them sound different i guess it did give them a characteristic i guess if i did hear the same web noise between all of them it would sound weird. Yeah. I know. I know the web noises did. I didn't see personality in the web noise, but I definitely saw differences in the web noises depending on the action they were performing. Mm-hmm. Like there was one where the the string of web like was like spiraling, and you could kind of like hear a spiraling noise. Right. I think even depending on like what they were latching on to, like it made a different noise, and that was neat. That attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Character design. Foley noises. Anyone want to make their own Foley noises? Talk about other Foley noises?
2: Not particularly.
0: Not particularly. (laughs) Three, two, one. That was the best one out of all of them, guys. Uh, We should just end it right there. (laughs) Yeah, that was our best take, I think. Well, anyways. Sorry, guys. We're running out of time. Uh, I guess we'll have to catch you back on next week when we... Come back to you with
2: More sound design
0: More sound, more design, sound from design From
2: from other things
0: From other things And other movies, movies And stuff Stuff and uh, things Now uh, th-
2: Thanks for listening
0: Thanks for listening Thank for uh, Sorry yeah. to inform you but we have been cancelled And we'll never be coming on ever again <laughs> uh, It's over That was quick i never want to see these people again (laughs) or hear them i should say okay let's do an outro uh
1: we
2: we just did